0: Welcome to Hot Topics in Kidney Health, brought to you by the National Kidney Foundation. Join us as we highlight the latest in kidney research, bring you up-to-date news in kidney care, dispel myths, and answer questions to help people with kidney disease or a transplant live well. The CDC's new masking guidance says fully vaccinated people do not have to wear masks, but does that include kidney patients? Are people who are immune compromised fully protected by the vaccine? We have collected some of our patients' most pressing questions about the new masking guidance and have asked Dr. Joe Vassilotti, the NKF chief medical officer, to answer them on today's podcast. Let's dive in. Our first question for Dr. Vassilotti was, is it safe to get the COVID-19 vaccine if you have kidney disease?
1: The vaccines are safe for people with kidney diseases. The vaccines do have side effects that are generally mild, usually in the first day or two after vaccination. Uh, There are rare, severe side effects, but I think it's important for you to know that there's no evidence that people with kidney diseases have increased frequency or more common side effects or more severe side effects. And then because people with kidney diseases are at risk for severe COVID-19, all the trusted professional organizations, the National Kidney Foundation, the CDC, the American Society of Nephrology, and the American Society of Transplantation recommend COVID-19 vaccination for kidney patients.
0: Here's another question we asked Dr. Vassalati. Should I go to the doctor to determine if I have developed antibodies from the COVID-19 vaccine?
1: This is a challenging question that really should be asked of your kidney doctor or your care team. The official answer from the FDA is no because we don't know exactly what to do with that information but I do think it's reasonable for you to ask your healthcare professional about whether testing is right for you in your unique circumstance I think you should understand that there are many different types of antibody testing available and the kind of antibody that you want to have tested if you want to see if the vaccine is giving you protection is called the spike protein antibody and then I would point out that um, there are other types of protection from the vaccine with the cell, cell mediated protection that won't be measured by the antibody test that you receive to see if you produce that antibody to the vaccine. So I think you have to evaluate this information with your healthcare professional.
0: If I don't develop antibodies after getting the COVID-19 vaccine, should I get another one?
1: if you don't have antibodies to the coronavirus spike protein you still might get some protection from cell-mediated immunity that isn't measured by the antibody so I i think it's important for you to know that in my opinion in the future you will be recommended to receive a booster dose of one of the vaccines the question is which vaccine will it be will it be the same one you received pfizer to Pfizer, or will it be a different one? Let's say if you receive Pfizer, you might receive Moderna or J&J in the future. And then in the future, we may have a different vaccine that's recommended to follow previous vaccination. So I think we'll really have to see, but the, the follow-up vaccination seems to be a very likely uh, process for us all to go through, whether we have antibodies or not.
0: I am a transplant recipient. Will the vaccine protect me if I get COVID-19, even if it's only 50% effective?
1: I think that you should know that the recent studies have shown about 50% antibody response rate for kidney transplant recipients who are adults who receive the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine. There are other types of immunity that are also present from the cells in our body, the T, what we call the T cells and the B cells that are not measured by that antibody. So even if you don't have that antibody, you might have some protection. And just because 50% are protected, it's hard to know whether you are protected or not. Um, what I would say is that it's important to receive the vaccine uh, either way. And please don't use the lower antibody response in kidney transplant recipients as a reason um, not to receive um, the vaccine. And I think it's important to work with your transplant care team to discuss whether or not you should get an antibody test and what your next steps would be in terms of how careful you should be and hopefully in the future, whether you'll receive an additional vaccine or a, or a booster vaccine dose.
0: Here's the same question, but for a dialysis patient. So. I am a dialysis patient. Will the vaccine protect me if I get COVID-19, even if it's only 50% effective?
1: The studies to date in transplant recipients have shown about 50% efficacy of the mRNA vaccines, that's the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine. We think that dialysis patients probably will have a better response or a more robust response and are more likely to be protected than kidney transplant recipients. Um, It's important for me to say that that's dialysis patients who are not treated with immunosuppression. So a dialysis patient who has a heart transplant and takes uh, immunosuppression for the heart transplant or a dialysis patient who has uh, rheumatoid arthritis, let's say, and takes immunosuppression for that or cancer and takes immunosuppression probably would have a reduced chance of having the antibody uh, response. Uh, So I think this is something that is important for you to still receive the vaccine if you're being treated with dialysis and for you to work with your dialysis care team about what to do in the future regarding potential future booster doses of the vaccine or perhaps annual doses.
0: I'm a transplant recipient. Does my family need to continue wearing a mask around me and others?
1: if you are a kidney transplant recipient it's important to work with your family and all your household contacts to try to encourage them to receive the vaccine because if they receive the vaccine that will help protect you and whether your family members have the vaccine or not will help your care team best answer this question if you have multiple household contacts who are not vaccinated it might unfortunately as difficult as it is, be safer for you to wear a mask at home, which most people don't want to do. And I certainly wouldn't want to do that either. Um, If your family members are vaccinated, then I think um, it's a reasonable expectation to feel comfortable not wearing a mask at home. But of course, every situation is different, and I think it's important to work with your transplant care team for specific um, recommendations.
0: We'll be right back after a short message from our government relations team.
2: Your voice can save lives. The National Kidney Foundation's Voices for Kidney Health is a nationwide community of patient and care professional advocates working with elected officials and other public leaders to help those facing the challenges of kidney disease and to promote better kidney health across the country. And these solutions need voices like yours Voices for Kidney Health unites the entire kidney community of patients, loved ones, transplant recipients, donors, family members, and care partners to work with Congress and state legislatures to pass bills that will stop insurance companies from jeopardizing coverage for post-transplant kidney donors, expand access to home dialysis, and spur greater investment in awareness, healthcare equity, and research. Become a Voices for Kidney Health advocate and change the lives of millions of patients and their families. Join Voices for Kidney Health at voices.kidney.org. That's voices.kidney.org.
0: Welcome back. We asked Dr. Vasilati a few more questions and one of them was, is it safe for a transplant or dialysis patient to work in an office without a mask? With a coworker who is not vaccinated and won't wear a mask?
1: If you have CKD stage G3, so you have kidney disease, you've been vaccinated, but now you're going to be exposed to a coworker who is not vaccinated, your risk of getting infection or reduced, your risk of getting severe infection or reduced. But I think for me, I would try to reduce your risk as much as you can. And I think it's reasonable to say, wear a mask in a common area in your workplace. Um, If you have a a private office that you can close the door, then maybe that's where you take the mask off. Um, If you work in a common area where you interact with a lot of different people, maybe um, it's worth trying to telecommute for a little while until we're further on in the future. Things are definitely getting better and as time goes on as the summer progresses more people will be vaccinated you know things may be even safer for us and we could start to think more about not wearing a mask in public places but i think for now uh, i i think that it's best for you not to take risk if you if you can limit them and what i worry about this risk is it's not a risk that you're just going to have a one time thing it's a risk that you're going to have every day you come to work and it's going to be ongoing so that's a cumulative risk that that makes me more concerned. But again, uh, I think it's worth talking to your nephrology care team about specific recommendations.
0: Let's move on to another question. I'm immunosuppressed and vaccinated, but my grandson is not. Should I continue wearing a mask around him? Of
1: course you wanna be around your grandchild and I sympathize with that. That's a strong desire. Then I hate to try to get in the middle of that I think the first question is, is your grandchild 12 years or older? If they are 12 years or older, we know that the Pfizer vaccine is, is authorized by the FDA for use in 12 year olds um, to 15 year olds and 12 year olds all the way up. So, um, so I think I would encourage your grandchild to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, try to wait until they're fully vaccinated. And then I think you can have more confidence there are no vaccines authorized for individuals that are less than 12 years of age. Um, it's, it's really a challenging question. I think probably you should work with your care team about how to address that best. I would probably try to finesse you to try to get you to delay um, contact with that grandchild that's unvaccinated because I think in the future, the vaccines probably will be approved or, or authorized for individuals less than 12 years of age and why don't we wait until um, till that time.
0: Is it safe for fully vaccinated family members to be around transplant and dialysis patients without a mask?
1: People with kidney transplants and people who are treated with dialysis, I think it's generally safe uh, to have a household contact who's vaccinated be around you. I think if you're concerned it's all, it's always worth talking to your transplant care team or dialysis care team, but I think in general, um, it's safe. And I I think it's important to talk with your household contacts or encourage them to be vaccinated because you protect each other. And I think that will give you more confidence and safety.
0: Another patient asked, if someone already had COVID-19, do they need two doses of the vaccine?
1: What we know now is that previous COVID-19 infection does appear to give you immunity that's relatively long-lasting. Still, health authorities do recommend COVID-19 vaccination for those that were previously infected, irrespective of how severe um, the infection was. Some health authorities recommend waiting 90 days because there is an assumption that you are protected, uh, well protected for the three months following um, the infection. And in addition, if you received combined antibody therapy, so there are antibody therapies that are used and in the past, we also used something called convalescent serum, where essentially you were using the antibodies from other people or the antibodies that are um, created bioengineered uh, to treat the COVID-19. If you receive those, you should wait 90 days uh, before uh, receiving the vaccine. Right now, only the combined antibody therapy is recommended and the convalescent serum is no longer uh, being used or recommended uh, routinely in the United States.
0: If a transplant recipient or a dialysis patient did not get the second shot in time, can they or should they start the process over?
1: If you received only one dose of the mRNA vaccine, that's the Pfizer vaccine um, or the Moderna vaccine, That is a special situation, and I think you should talk to your care team or the place where you receive the vaccine uh, to decide what you should do next. In general, um, the uh, wait period is about 21 days after the Pfizer vaccine and 28 days after the Moderna vaccine. If much longer uh, time period has elapsed, it, it really is going to be individualized which vaccine you received. Of course, if you receive the J&J vaccine, that is only one dose, so that question would not apply to an individual who received the J&J vaccine because you would be fully vaccinated after one dose, uh, two weeks after one dose with the J&J vaccine.
0: Did the new masking guidelines from the CDC create a false sense of security?
1: So the, the CDC actually did make the point that patients taking medications that weaken the immune system may not be fully protected um, after vaccination. So when the CDC said, if you have received the vaccine, you're fully vaccinated, um, you don't need to wear a mask. It didn't apply to immune suppressed individuals. And the main point for people with kidney disease um, that are immune suppressed or people with um, other conditions uh, that are immune suppressed is to be careful still, um, and that you should work with your care team regarding your uh, public health precautions. And you can see the uh, additional information uh, from the CDC about exactly what it said um, for fully vaccinated individuals.
0: And our last question for today is, what should kidney patients do if they get COVID-19?
1: If you have COVID-19 or if you think you have it, of course, it's important to confirm that with a test. If you have a confirmed test that's positive, for COVID-19 infection. To prevent hospitalization or severe infection, it's important to work with your care team for what's called combined antibody therapies. These are treatments for COVID-19 that if they're given early, especially within 10 days after the onset of the symptoms of COVID-19, they can help prevent severe COVID-19 and help reduce your risk of hospitalization. And for more information about this, please see the link in the description.
0: Thank you for listening. And thank you to Dr. Vasilotti for taking the time today to answer these important questions from our kidney community. We hope you all stay safe and be well. Today's shout out goes to Leslie Gregg from Colorado who celebrated three years Kidney Strong on May 18th. That's three years free of dialysis. Congratulations, Leslie. We want to hear from you. Do you have comments on this episode? Suggestions on future topics or guests? Is there a kidney hero in your life that you'd like to honor? Email us at nkfpodcasts@kidney.org. at kidney.org. Make sure to subscribe, review, and share our podcast with others. Thank you again for listening. We hope you join us next time until then, from all of us at NKF, we wish you good health.